When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists. And welcome to Question of the Week from The Naked Scientist with me, Dr Hannah Critchlow. In the run-up to the Olympics, we find out if applying ice to injury is a good thing. And if so, why? My name is Colin McKenzie. I'm a retired family physician living in Santa Cruz, California. The use of ice and ice packs and even ice machines circulating ice water over injured parts of the body is increasingly popular in the treatment of all manner of soft tissue injuries and post-surgical events, including hip and knee replacements. I don't understand the physiological rationale of such treatment. Is there any evidence, other than anecdotal, of the benefit of such treatment? We turn to Jonathan Leader, physiologist at the English Institute of Sport. Acute soft tissue injuries, such as contusions, strains and sprains, are frequent in multiple human endeavours, and ICE is commonly applied as part of the PRICE principle which stands for Protection, Rest, Ice, Compression and Elevation. Ice is generally applied immediately post-injury to reduce tissue metabolism, thereby limiting secondary hypoxic damage and reduce the degree of edema and muscle damage. Although this holds credited scientific rationale, there is very little empirical evidence to support the use of ice at this stage. So ice cools injured tissue down, lowers its metabolism, and it's thought that this decreases the chance that the swollen tissue becomes starved of oxygen and further damaged. Anything else? The second common use of ice is in the rehabilitation stage, primarily due to the analgesic properties of ice application. The efficacy of ice application for analgesia, largely due to reductions in nerve conduction velocity, is well documented and supported by a reasonable evidence base. Although ice may be capable of reducing the painful symptoms associated with soft tissue injury, there is limited evidence to suggest that the application of ice enhances the recovery rate of injury rehabilitation. It may just alleviate soreness during the recovery process. Conversely, there is a body of growing evidence that suggests it may actually be detrimental to attempt to reduce the inflammatory response through ice application because inflammation is a critical part of the repair process. In summary, due to the proven analgesic properties of ice application, it does have a place in acute soft tissue management, but due to a lack of evidence and high quality research, optimal protocols are not known. So, ice is known to be useful at stopping pain, and it does this by lowering the speed that nerve cells send their electrical signal. Decreasing tissue temperature with the ice may also slow down the rate of production of inflammatory factors, and this will include some noxious pro-inflammatory metabolites that will sensitise nerve endings to pain. So cutting down the inflammation will cut down pain this way too. But the downside of this is that ice may also be slowing down your body's immune system and therefore preventing your body from repairing itself. Now let's move from pain to pleasure with a question from Armin Weller from Dubai. 
Does metallic cutlery really affect perception of food taste? Common wisdom tells that caviar should not be eaten from steel spoons, and for gourmet occasions, often porcelain or bone spoons are used. Some people do state that raw fruit tastes differently when cut with ceramic knives than when cut with common stainless steel knives. How much of this is a myth? Thank you. Send your thoughts to chris at thenakedscientist.com, tweet at Naked Scientists, write on our Facebook page, or join in the debate on our forum, which is at nakedscientist.com slash forum. The Naked Scientist's Question of the Week, brought to you in association with the How to Wisman Foundation, supporting science and education from Alpha to Omega. Thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.